All right, this is Euphoria. It's available on SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. I'm your host, Daniel Draco, Scott of Rap, and unintentionally blocking my face with my microphone. Here with me, as always, is my co-host, the wonderful Yamato Cannon, voiced like butter. And our guest for the day, Andre, that's my secret, I'm always angry, Gilhoto, and Ender Weird <laughs> Champ, Fryerson. <laughs> So, Wait, I was oh, waiting for something clever. No, you just get just, weird champ. That's, that's right. like, what, what more do you want? You tell me the is. next Twitch meme. Okay, champ. Pro- okay, champ. That's fine, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Keep up. Ender TikTok Frierson, like whatever you want to call you. Ender Babyface Frierson. Like the name, it's pretty easy. We can really just say anything we want. I think we can make it stick. Um, before we jump into uh, the show for the day, obviously a ton to talk about after round one of playoffs. I want to set the record straight on one thing. And is that Andre and Ender, do you guys hate each other? Yes. <laughs> uh, Perfect. I mean, this is going to be a great show. <laughs> I, I, I don't. You know, like, I don't no. Know. So it's not, like, not going to be a Jerry Springer episode. He is not the father. <laughs> what? What? You guys don't know Jerry Springer? Well, we know Jerry Springer. It's just I think the you're not the father one doesn't really apply to this situation. Yeah, that's the joke. Right. I have no idea all what's right, happening. All right. all right, we're but too yeah, deep. Me, me and yeah, Gio, we're, we're, we're I chill. I don't hate him much. <laughs> He's just frequently wrong. Am I right? It's just yeah. Well, oh yeah. my, that's that's a better way to put it, Drakus. Yeah, that's that's just a better way to put it. It's all right. It's all right. Um, last thing too. Anyone playing Valorant at the moment? Obviously, it's the League of Legends podcast. I just want to get any quick hot takes. How are people feeling? How are people liking it? Yes. Yes. I know. So easy to hit people's heads, man. So easy. I played for 12 hours yesterday on both Europe and NA. I took over both servers. It's just not even close. What else do you want from me? I mean, I'd like you to kill that person that, like, quad-aced us in a okay. single game. Yeah, I did. I'm, I'm just, I did. I'm just I changing my answer, Draco, so I do hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Well, I'm glad people are liking it so far. I'm, I'm hooked. I'm addicted. I had to peel myself away to prep for this podcast. Very good time. Highly recommend it. If you are in the beta, you should be using that beta time. Or you're going to be making all the people who don't have access sad. Anyway, today's going to be all about playoffs. A lot of questions we have to answer. Are G2 dead? How good are the Mad Lions really? Is Upset okay after he died and got caught out repeatedly in that final game? It's it's going to be a busy and crazy day. But first and foremost, G2 versus Mad Lions. This was the weirdest series I've ever watched. It didn't feel real to me. Uh, It was so bizarre. It felt so just... I did not expect this. I never expected this. I don't even have like a well-formulated opinion on how to describe this series exactly. So I'm curious how everyone here feels about it. Um, what made this kind of monumental upset happen? Gyoto, I want to start with you from your perspective. Like, What did, what did you think about the G2 vs. Mad Lion series? Uh, I, I think that the series being weird, it was kind of only that the last game was weird and the result itself was weird because the other four games, it was, it was pretty much... Uh, teams were fighting a lot early they were they were disputing everything early on and whoever was getting the lead was was winning the game and that's just uh kind of kind of normal but obviously the way that it ended with g2 being able to 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 kill the nexus and and not doing it and uh, the result that mad lions beat g2 i think that that's why you feel like it was weird but I just think that mad lions was was really well prepared and uh, and that they played extremely well and g2 was just a weird G2 that we didn't see recently and it's just I, I hope that G2 
keeps that way to be fair but uh yeah so <laughs> <laughs> anyone else's takes there on like yeah. on kind of initial impressions coming out of the series well it was it was really weird to cast it it was really really weird to cast it first best of five like i think looking at the teams i think it's it really is to say that G2 underperformed in comparison to what they did in the regular split because like everyone's on the the Caps like bandwagon hate now. But throughout the regular season he didn't ever play this bad. Like it was it was absurd how many times past ten minutes yeah. he got caught in mid when his only job was to clear waves with something like Ziggs. it's almost it it was just too easy to to kill him over and over. I was Surprised by how much better Mad Lions were at controlling Dragons. I was surprised by how the first three games of the series, it was all about just forcing fights that you didn't need to force. It just kind of looked like a scrim game. And then game four, it felt like finally G2 realized, oh, we can just slow down and then maybe our combo is going to be better against those. And uh, they came back from like a 5 6 eight goal deficit. Even though Mad Lions like drafted this full early game composition and they were super far ahead and could probably end it anyway. And then game number five was 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 super absurd, but but then again G two had no other way to to play the game. I think G two didn't look uh, strong on the day. I think uh, it was surprising to me that Shadow overperformed, like outperformed Yankos. I think this was the key thing of the series. It just felt like a scrim game to me because G two members just kept fighting when they didn't need to fight, and they were not playing around their strength. It didn't feel calculated at all. Uh, the game, the way the game was played. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, no, none of the games, like, felt to me like, I don't know, like, everything was just pretty sloppy um, for, for the most part, and that was, it was uh, it was a weird series to watch, but it was also one where you could tell that there were, like, certain players in each game, like, Yankos had a couple games, Shadow in the final game, too, where it was just, like, you can take over basically the entire game um, by, like, winning out in those early fights, as, you know, Yamato and Gyoto were talking about right there, so it feels to me that if G2 are in this mode and, like, you're willing to, like, tango with them early on and, like, go for these, like, like off-the-wall fights and, and just fight over just about anything, like, if you show up, if you have, like, the champions that can do it as well, like, you have the ability um, to, like, sort of break them down, you know, again, assuming they are playing sloppily. Um, and that's just sort of what happened with Mad Lines. Do I think it'll happen again? I'm not exactly sure, um, but I would, I would hope that G2 tighten things up and can like take this as I sort of a reality check. Because honestly, like that's the first, that's the first best of five, the second best of five they've lost in like a year and a half now. So it's it's kind of crazy to think that it happened so soon in our playoffs, um, and especially against like a primarily rookie team. The two teams that have beat G2 in best of fives are FBX and Mad Lions. <laughs> How does that feel? That feels still. That's why I keep using the word weird. It just it seems so unreal. And obviously, like it's so easy to be a G two apologist, right? Like obviously, there's people on the Caps hate train most certainly, but it's so easy to just be like, ah, G two. They were playing Magic all week. It's like they play Magic all week. Why did they suck this week when they were playing Magic? You know, like what was yeah. so different about this week? And it's. I was going to ask, is this like peak level G two? But you guys all pretty much answered that. Like clearly not. Clearly lost. Clearly. Yeah. I, okay. I would quickly like to talk about, like, the Caps ADC thing, because, like, it's a weird one to me, because I feel like the mistakes that Caps makes, and, like, when he gets punished, it's not, like, ADC-exclusive stuff, right? It's, like, going up to a wave when his flash is down that's, like, pushing away from him without his support nearby. It's, like, it's very simple thing, or it's it's simple things to me that feel like, 
oh, this is just like general game knowledge stuff. It's not like, how is he positioning in the team fights as a marksman player, these types of things. So it, it feels like Caps is just playing like loose and maybe not like thinking about all the consequences that can come his way. Because this happened even earlier in the season too, right? Like with the Misfits game as well, where that wasn't him being a bad ADC. That was just him walking into bot lane over and over and dying, not respecting the fact that he could die. So I don't necessarily agree with like the hate Caps playing ADC that's so bad. I'm more of the camp of like Caps just isn't playing great League of Legends all around right now. Do you think that's fair, uh, Andre mm. Yamato? Uh I, I don't know if that's fair. It's like I kind of agree with Yamato that we are we are saying all of this based on a zero two week that she two had and uh, and the, and and this exact best of five. Uh, I I agree with Yamato that Caps overall has has, has been playing has been playing well. Um, but but I, I I don't know. It's it's really easy to now fall down into into that uh, Caps lost the series and, and and whatnot, which it's not necessarily false, but uh, I wouldn't see that happening too often. Um, so, so I wouldn't be like that worried. I still think that she two are a really strong candidate to 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 win the split. Uh, and 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 I don't know the Mad Lions. I just think that also has a had a had a great help on their rookie split. The fact that this playoffs are online, even though people might want to shy away from that, it obviously helps. It's not the reason why they won, obviously, but 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 it does help and. And and as long as the series went by, I just felt that G2 was also getting a bit nervous by the fact that Mad Lions was was up in the series and that was not supposed to happen. And then they were just making a ton of mistakes. But but this forcing early that we also talked about and the fact that it seemed like a scrim, I don't think it's that different from from G2 playing on on stage. And I, I feel like scrims are actually even like twice as aggressive as 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 that series were. Um, so I'm a bit on on the skeptical side that uh, that this was like a scrim game. I do think that uh, that Mad Lions just went with an absolute willingness to to fight everything that she too showed willingness as well, and that that's what made a, a big difference in my opinion. Something I wanted to add uh, is also when we had Perks on Euphoria, he kind of hinted at the fact that uh, scrim games that they were playing, like scrim days they had against Mad Lions, were in the negative. And yeah. it feels weird to me because many times I feel like G2, uh, like they play a lot of games as if they have something to prove other than winning. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys. Mm -hmm. Like maybe yeah. I'm just talking out my, my ass. No, no, I, I, like, I, I know. It felt like them play against Mad Lions. They chose to play in a very specific way that was just facing the keyboard uh, you know, it's like, oh, we have these memories against Mad Lions. We need to like abolish them, and we're gonna win anyway. I feel like this, we're gonna win anyway, was is is the thing that has always like hmm. made it easy for them to make those choices. And then I think I agree with you. Mid series, it was like, holy, we are two and one. What's happening here? And I think uh, I think we we might see a different G two when they are entirely focused on just winning because they seemed very upset and angry, even though they like to meme and tweet, but. It's, I feel like this best of five triggered something in them. Yeah. So overall, how seriously do you actually take this loss when we look to what G2 does in the future? Like, 
obviously this isn't the straw that breaks the camel's back because the way we're talking about g2 is still like ah it's an off day like ah okay g2 kind of played weird but like you still think they're favorites to win the split but how much does this actually affect your perspective Uh, of g2 do you have lower expectations for them heading into the next series that they play or is it just like we're just going to assume this is a one-off and that next time we're going to see full strength g2 i i didn't say they were favorites dracos i said that i still think that they are one of the favorites one of the Uh, favorites it's fair yeah but I, I think that it's it's really serious, honestly. Like, uh, obviously, G2 on, on Twitter and all of that try to, to, to undermine this best of five. But, but as, as Yamato said, it triggers something in them. And that's the seriousness of it. It's not that this result means a lot. Uh, or how, how can I explain this? Uh, it's, it's not serious in a way where we should undermine G2. It shouldn't be serious for the outside, but it it's probably really serious for the inside, right? It's it's probably gonna trigger some conversations, and one of the two things happen: either either the the the, the argument that happened before, because obviously an argument happened, um, didn't help at all and put people a bit more triggered, and then this split is just over for G2, or uh, that argument really helped the team, and now they are coming back with uh, with with full strength G2 in a way. Only one of these two things can happen. I don't think that we are gonna see the the, the 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 same or a similar G2 than what we saw in the series. I think that these are the two outcomes possible and and, and we'll see when they play against us or Rogue. Yamano, how do you feel about that? I mean you've I'm sure you've been in a lot of those similar conversations that, that Andre's kinda of talking about where after a big kind of surprising crushing loss like this it's it's either come back together for the next one or all fall apart. What's your take on this? Honestly it's um it's quite wild because it's like I feel like G2 has been shielded from this for a very long time based off of how good they were, you know? And you you can always, always brush off things in the regular split like, ah, playoffs, yeah. doesn't matter. We lose this game against Schalke, doesn't matter. We're going to win in playoffs anyway, it's easy. Uh, and when you finally lose the best of five, I think, you know, either either it cracks and something better comes out of it or it doesn't and something worse comes out of it. We need to keep in mind that the, the timeline that they're working with, which is good, right? They get to play on, on Sunday and they get to watch their enemies on Thursday. They get to kind of, you know, prepare as much as possible. I think uh, they are set up for success in that regard. But then again, still the little asterisks, we can just speculate what's happening on the inside. Maybe they are still in the mindset from the get-go because, you know, we, we were all hyping them up in the beginning of the season because they were on its big win streak. Caps was playing Senna, they were doing well, and then uh, they lost and they were like, yeah, we kind of expected this. And the question is, how do they view the whole spring split? That's also a question. Maybe they are looking at this like, ah, this could have happened, we didn't practice hard, and then they just move on. That's also a way they might be viewing it. Uh, But knowing G2, my assumption would be that uh, they take this very serious, and I think they have uh, the experience and the caliber of players that have gone through teams in the past that have had issues and I think they have yeah. the experience to solve it and I think um, with how the bracket is set I think within the week they can they can accomplish a lot and then on Sunday uh, face Origin and then go on to uh, whoever hey, is where or Rogue, rogue <laughs> or Rogue <laughs> As, you know I can make a prediction I'm an analyst and my prediction is that you guys beat Rogue you know? okay We're going to save that thrilling discussion for the very end of the podcast, probably like the final like three minutes just to just to just to get that one going. Um, 
I mean, I think it's it's fair. I just I think that at this point, with everything G two have accomplished, no one's going to doubt G two until they actually drop out of playoffs. Uh, you know, at that point, you start to get skeptical because something is obviously more permanent than one series. Losing two best of fives in a domestic playoffs is not something that I ever thought would happen to this team. Like, couldn't they lose in a final? Sure, right? They came close against Fnatic last year. Um, but yeah, this is. It's, it's hard to take anything from this, I think. Obviously, it sets more expectations on the series ahead of them. We'll see what they can do against Origin and or Rogue. But the other question that I have on the other side of this is, is as kind of shocking as G2's downfall in this series was, Mad, as you said, also played really, really yeah. freaking well. And now they have to play against Fnatic this next week. So I'm, I wanted, to, before we talk about the Origin Fnatic series that we saw, I wanted to get kind of your thoughts on Mad's level versus Fnatic. Are they just kind of gifted this day of g2 underperforming or is mad or should mad be a, considered a contender for top three i mean i think mad lions absolutely deserve the credit for picking up that series yep. like it it was not an easy series to win by any means even though like we are throwing some criticism towards g2 uh in their play like mad lions showed up absolutely on the day they played a phenomenal series and i think you know their players really stood out you know uh there were a couple games too where, like a lot of pressures thrown arome's way in the top lane he has not had the greatest split i don't think necessarily but like he held his own um in a couple of those matchups um of course like shadow absolutely like smurfed in the jungle um and i think even though the game five is the one everyone will remember uh the rest of the series too he did a, a great job of like tracking uh yankos and also like having just a, a good early game performance so i feel like mad lines definitely have come like a very long way um for since the start of the season since even middle of the split because we didn't even think this team was going to be top four at the end we thought rogue was going to get the fourth place spot so yeah okay to be fair though a lot of that was on rogue going oh two that one wasn't entirely I, yeah <laughs> no 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 but that's the thing right is that it, it seems like i think this team absolutely deserves the credit but now i'm wondering like was our perception of this team like so far off right where you think going into the final week like you didn't really consider them like a top four team now because they beat G2. Do we springboard them immediately into top three, into top two now that they're facing off against Fnatic? And that's where I'm skeptical um, to the sense that I need to see more games from this team. Because I, And I know that's the obvious excuse, but this team has had high highs, has had low lows, right? This team took a game off of... Fnatic, G2, and Origin all throughout the regular season, but they've also, you know, had some pretty rough performances as well. So I am not willing to say, like, I don't, I, I still would predict Fnatic in this week's series. Next week, if they were to go up against a G2 or an Origin or something like that, that again is going to be one where I'm going to have to, like, really weigh the options here because I'm not willing to throw all my bets onto this team just yet. I mean, to be fair, like, that's still, yeah. for them, I think, pretty good. Like, to be suddenly in the contention for betting on one of those sides. Andre, the oh, thing yeah. that I wanted to ask you is um, if, like, if we as a broadcast team in the perspective, not having as much insight into scrims uh, as you do, like, do you think that Mad Lions were, like, the clear number four? Because in our eyes, I think it was, like, hmm. Fnatic G2 at the top. Small gap origin. I'll say small gap because you're here, but a little, little bit of a gap and then origin <laughs> and then a gap in kind of, you know, the four, five, six. Um, so this top three, this very yeah. clear top three and then a four, five, six. Was it the same from your perspective as well? Or were Mad Lions really trying right. to push into the top of the table? Uh, It's hard because I, I, I can't really remember uh, screaming a lot, Matt. Um, 
so it's kind of hard. I from from a more scrum perspective, I think that uh, that gap is real, but I can only address it a bit more towards rogue and and misfits. I do think that there there was a kind of a gap between uh, G2 Fnatic, then that gap to us, then that gap to to, to all the other teams. But I I can't really specify on medlines because somehow some reason I I mean nothing nothing in particular. It's just didn't really happen that we ended up screaming mad lines a lot, so it's it's hard for me to to, to answer about them. But uh, to answer your question, is mad lines top three? I mean, I, I think that right now that's a really easy answer. That that yes, no. I mean, they can't be they can't end below top three. So Ender once again is wrong. Um, they they <laughs> I don't know. They are they are just top three, right? I mean, that's I mean that's te- that's that is technically correct. Yes. So there you go. It's just They're it's just a straight up three. it's just a straight, straight up fact. It's the difference between being top three and being the the third best team in Europe. But I think that we need to believe that the system of best of fives uh, is is accurate and can determine the strength of the team correctly. And it shouldn't be just because we are saying that Medline was a better team than G two on, on on that day specifically. It's like it, it happened, and so they deserve credit for that, right? So they 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 are a top three team for spring split 2020 and and now let's see if the other if the the, the other top three team is us or g2 or rogue us or g2 pause or rogue <laughs> i mean i mean because you're trying you're trying to like find so, so I'm much just, I'm, i know stuff. i'm done i'm, I'm not, not regardless i think it's fair to put yourself there right that's obviously what you want for your team you are an o- origin yeah. representative seems like i believe in og more than like joe does no, That's it's not about. It's not he's about. Try, he's trying to be respectful. <laughs> he's trying to be respectful. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just screwing around. Just add on Mad Lion's point. I, I wanted to just say that I think also they played super well. I want to give Humanoid some credit because he was always, you know, he was the meme, you know. Oh, Humanoid dies. Honestly, True. ever since um, everything, you know, ever since week seven, eight, nine, uh, like uh, I think Mad Lions definitely played super, super well against Origin in the regular split that one game and. I was worried if they can actually like replicate that over and over if we just won one game specifically. And I think they carried that on to the series against G2. And I think that was super, super impressive to see. Uh, I agree with the notion that Orome played way better than usual. Uh, I think uh, Shadow also performed super, super well. And then on top of that, like even though uh, Karzi and Kaiser, I think, have been the best performers for Mad Lions in the regular season, they played the series of their life. And I think uh, a key thing for them is that the, the, the meta kind of aligns perfectly for them because they were the ones playing. Uh, they prepared Syndra, they prepared uh, Kalista, they prepared uh, Misfortune and all of the other things that they kind of avoided throughout the regular split has yeah. been nerfed. So I think... Um, and I, I think you know, they, all, they lost all games on things Fields, aligning. for example. Yeah, yeah, like everything's aligning for, for, for Mad Lions to have uh, a lot of success and I think uh, deservedly so. I think uh, a good team. I would put them... You know, I, I think this series, I would still, I would bet, like if someone told me uh, bet uh, Mad Lions versus OG, I would say, okay, I will bet on Mad Lions in this case. If I was forced to bet between Mad Lions and Fnatic, I would bet on Fnatic in that case. Mad Lions in G2, I would be like, uh, I think that's the thing that makes me, makes me that's tough. tough. I, would, I, would bet, I would bet on, on Fnatic, OG, and G2. If they, if they ever. But I thought Mad Lions were top three. I mean, they are a top oh. three, but either us or G two are not, or Rogue. 
Um, <laughs> the two, fonts two, before our rogue are so no, good I mean, every time. Two, two, two of us three are not top three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Matt is, his, his point I stand, just, Andrew. His point basically, stand. what I'm saying, what I'm saying, Ender, is that I think that if we win against Rogue, whoever wins the Sunday series will be top two, and Mad Lions will be top three. That, that's what I mean. Sure, sure, sure. I, I don't disagree with that. I thought you were saying if you bet Mad Lions against OG, Fnatic, or G2, you would bet those three teams every time. All right. Anyways. Regardless, the thing that I'm actually really sad about is that we won't, or most likely will not get to see, I think, a Mad Lions versus uh, OG series. That one is one of the less likely occurrences in this playoffs, because I think that's the one that interests me like the most, and that's, I think, very much uh, two very different teams playing against each other that I very much want to see. But uh, on the subject of Origin, you guys obviously played uh, versus Fnatic. It was a slightly less dramatic series overall, I think is the, the easiest yeah, way to kind of... Could have been a bit more. Could have, could have been a little bit more. Uh, Ender, since you're already uh, on a roll here, can you want to just give us your TLDR kind of thoughts, summary on why you think Fnatic won the series, why OG weren't able to to close it? Um, Honestly, I thought they uh, Fnatic just got everything they could have wanted in game one in terms of like the overall draft and like the game was like so honestly close. fairly easy for them. Hey, I mean, you'll get a rebuttal. Let him let him say his piece, and then you could you could get in here. Yeah, I mean, I look, Andre, Andre didn't love Go the ahead, fact that and you just, didn't just give Zersay lanes to your play sentence, around. Like, just end your oh, <laughs> just end. <laughs> Just end your sentence, Sender. <laughs> so, loved what Fnatic had in the first two games. You know, there may have been a, a Zillion ban could have come in a little bit sooner, perhaps, or uh, not a not a Yumi Ezreal in the bot lane. Um, and then Hillisang happened for the rest of the series. That was sort of the, the TLDR. Okay. Okay. Andre, your thoughts on, on what he just said? Do you feel like... Yeah, I, okay, wanted? so... Everything that they ever wanted. I think that that's when I say like clueless. Obviously, like I I, I don't think we drafted well the first two games, but the, it, it's impossible that they assumed that they wanted Senna, uh, because I can tell you that no team is practicing Senna right now because just perma band every time, and uh, our our something something that 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 you know because it's like also we did it against Fnatic on those finals and and a couple of other times. When there is a permaban champion on scrims, I on best of fives, I really like to find something into it. And mm -hmm. this time it was no different. And we had extremely good results with uh, with Ezreal Yumi into 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 it. And and that's why we played two times in a row. Now it's it was hard for us to see, at least for me to see that um, the Zillion uh, that the Zillion was an issue because the first game just ended so fast that and I didn't felt the impact of of that zillion so much because I don't know when we left laning phase it was already like five zero or six zero or something like that and things on top side happen around Harold and and a couple of dives and and that so mm -hmm. it was hard for it was hard for us to see and then once we went into game three um, it was yeah it was a, a a bit more a bit different and and as I said in 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 the video that I did I just felt that. Um, it was super easy for Fnatic to end games or for us to like bleed out when they were ahead and it was really hard for us to close out games and that's the thing that, that we 
that, that we had to see because even though people were like memeing a lot with the inting trundle from Healy saying to be fair, like he was delaying all, all, all our game. He wasn't giving gold to our to our champions anymore. But he was just taking waves that he wasn't supposed to take and making and, and making us sweat all over the map. So he was actually the reason, even though it was like zero ten or something, that that or the main reason that the game three got delayed. And then on game four Baron happened. Mm. Pretty much. Yes. That was right. But I, I don't agree with you, Ender. I don't know if you said it on the recording or not, but uh, something, something upset being caught, etc. Like, if, if you had the comps, I think that people undermine the, 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 the work that upset did that, that series. And I do understand that he was probably already a bit drained going into, going into the game four because of how much he was putting into, into comps. Um, yeah, I mean, and, uh, wait, so wait. Yeah, and and the call it's the call wasn't even for for from upset to go to kill the Gragas, you know. So I, I think I think upset actually played like a, a, a really good series and and trying to like put the fact that he solo lost or whatever game four and trying to put a stain on that series. I think is really unfair towards upset. No, I mean, so I, I, I 100% agree with you. He was playing a good series, and especially in the game four, he was playing a great game. Now, I, I think it would be disingenuous to say that him getting caught out there did not have, like, a major impact on you guys losing the Baron, losing the game, um, etc. Um, the hard thing then is, like, how do you determine, like, who made the call, yeah. you know? Because, like... Obviously, like you have to like he's the one that went in you have to you have to criticize him for that in the moment yeah, so of course. I, I appreciate that's, that's that you I'm can bring the information out there though yeah I mean I, I, I don't blame people for like from the outside point of view to say what why is upset getting that lantern instead of finishing Nash just it wasn't even yeah. about the lantern it was him walking three frames forward yeah, yeah. he was supposed yeah. to back off uh, and then his yeah. team kind of bailing that on was... him and taking the plant yes uh, <laughs> right I mean like, I can you share more insight, Andre, into like Oof. the work he's doing in comms, why he's drained? I mean, like, because I think we don't we don't necessarily get to see or hear a lot of yeah. what, what so, your team does. Like, what is Upset <clears throat> talking about in comms? Is he like driving communication for your team? Is he like so? About I that? I felt I felt it was a weird series for 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 us as a team as well. Uh, not certain about like if if he was. Uh, the fact that uh, a lot of our Ezreal Yumi prep failed or the fact that uh, it was just online, probably the first one. That's why I took so much of the blame myself. Uh, because I just felt that those two games, more more than a 0-2, the fact that our prep didn't work affected a lot of the team. Probably Yamato knows uh, what I'm talking about in terms of like your belief in what you actually practice during the week. Um and 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 then when we go into game three and four, upset is like the the, the Fed member every time, so he's putting a lot in comms and uh, and and when when uh, when an AD carry does something like this and tries to like he shouldn't he shouldn't really do it, but when he puts himself on that position to do it, and he's actually super good on doing it, then when you when you gesture it into a best of five, then every time that you're doing it and and you don't get enough help, then you'll obviously feel drained, and that, that's something that I that I felt happen a bit during the best of five. Just every time that that the carry position feels the need and uh, to 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 just call too much, not not what he should call, but like too much of what he should call, then I just feel that obviously some some percentage of of his brain goes off the. The, the mechanical part, or at least it should be a bit harder for him to focus on on, on that side of the game. 
I, I mean, wanted to throw in because uh, yeah. before we move on, uh, like just a quick summary of, of my thoughts on the series as well. Like I, I, I think, I think people don't give Origin enough credit because of Fnatic how they commented on Game Three. Because I think, I think first two games, I think, uh, no offense, Andre, but they were kind of lost. Yeah. In draft. No, no, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, I, I, I said it's multiple and I, times. And I think the series started after game three. And game three was also kind of strange because Fnatic were also, I feel, felt like that game was also lost in draft for them because they, they just had very little options in the game. Uh, they get outscaled, in my opinion. And at the same time, they are weaker early and there is very little options. I think playing Trundle, Senna into Aphelios Trash is super, super hard. And I think uh, OG bot lane really, really delivered. Game four... It's easy to forget, but Tom Senna got uh, 2v2 killed uh, two times. They were 0-3 down, and uh, Aphelios was monster fed. And that's only through lane phase when people talk about Fnatic in the case that, uh, you know, uh, deservedly saw that uh, Fnatic bot lane is, is the best bot lane to lane with. Sure, it's Senna. Maybe maybe it's something different. Maybe they practiced less. They didn't show it too much uh, in the regular split, right? And it got nerfed. They got changed. Whatever. I mean, they so, took a two v two BF sword against a, with a Doran's blade, so it was pretty bad from the Senna Tom catch side. Well, it's not about taking a two v two. This was a scenario where Destiny did a very very good freeze on bot wave, and they wanted to break the freeze just to make sure that they don't fall behind. So they wanted to break the freeze. I don't think it's about them just forcing a two v two. It's about them trying to break the freeze when their jungler is, is going to be busy with something else. Yeah. So I think it's um, more to it than that. I think Destiny did a very good freeze and OG did a very good Yeah, punish. no, no, the, the freeze was good. If I remember correctly, though, I do think like Destiny was like 40% HP and it was Fnatic that like opted into actually taking a fight on the wave. Um, but he I can't was, remember like exactly. He was like 200 HP and they just went yeah. for it because yeah, yeah. they wanted to break the freeze. It's something we see often, so I don't think it was like something too, too crazy. But sure, BF into Doran's uh, on paper doesn't sound too, too good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely didn't pan out. And it's actually interesting to me um, how kind of quickly that game got out of control, given how good it good it started. But I'm uh, I'm curious, like, Andre, you ta- we talked a little bit about the uh, kind of upset being the guy who's getting... It's, this, it's kind of the Caps treatment, right, where we talked about the G2 series, where he's the guy who's like, hey, this is the guy, this is the play that lost the game, this is the most visible example of why OG lost. Is, is team morale mental is everything okay behind the scenes with og coming into next week's preparation yeah yeah uh i as i said obviously in in our case it's i think it's easier to uh to get over this easier than g2 for example because because at the end of the day fanatic is is playing great league of legends and and they are a really good team uh they were already uh, when i mean they're a really good team i'm not saying mad is not it's just they were already coming into into these playoffs uh so, so it's it's it might be a bit easier, and and we were really certain on 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 what went wrong. The only thing that kind of might have affected a bit was uh, was just the fact that uh, are we practicing correctly, you know? Because once we go and we have uh, and we have a, a super good idea of of what we want to do, and then we go into first two games and and it doesn't work, then the 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 question just goes into how effective is our practice, you know? Uh, do things actually are that different between when we play it in scrims or when we play it in 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 on on stage? Are are things super different when we face a team that maybe is not uh, as bot lane focused against a team that is way more bot lane focused, like 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 Fnatic? So uh, that's that was the the main things that we had to address. But uh, 
when once we talked, even inst instantly after the best of five, it was always with the perspective of what we need to change so that our preparation going into next game just goes way more. No, it's better shouldn't be the right word, but way more realistic uh, towards what what we mm -hmm. what we have to face. And uh, and and so since the since the main conversation was always targeting the future, I think that we, we are we are uh, really good in terms of uh, morale and in terms of mindset. We still think that. It's possible not only to beat Rogue in G2, but uh, but but to take the whole split. Because something that the series showed me, uh, the Madline G2 is, is is still that belief that uh, it's 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 not on the impossible spectrum to 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 win the split. All right. So let's. I mean, if we can just, I think, turn the topic conversation to to Origin specifically, because this is the first time we've been able to have uh, you guys on the show. Um, and specifically you, Andre, as well. Uh, first time in a long time, I think. I mean, ever. Uh, so I want ever. I feel like I've talked to you so much more than that. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> we'll get you back more, Andre, I promise. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it coming. So let's talk a little bit. And Andre, this is going to be a, kind of a recap on some of the discussions that we had on the on the Origin uh, Q&A show. But can we just start by like setting a baseline for anyone anyone listening and for, for Ender's Yamato as well? Like, What are the goals? What are the ambitions for Origin? Like, What is... What is the target right now for for the team? What is a good twenty twenty look like for OG? So a, a good a good twenty twenty is is obviously minimum making it making it to worlds. Um, we have the ambition either either this split or the next one to obviously take take a split. I think it's like uh, you're you're just lying to yourself if you're a top team or if you consider yourself a top team and you don't have the ambition to 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 win a split. Um, so obviously that's one of our ambitions and minimum goal is, is to, is to, to make it worlds. And, and for this split in particularly right now, we are just thinking series after series. So right now the goal is, is to beat rogue and then we'll see what happens. All right. So I think worlds to me feels, I think realistic. Is that, is that fair to everyone? To Yamato, to Ender, like worlds, like Origin are like very clearly in my eyes. Obviously, we say Mad Lions are top three, but I think that like until Mad Lions win another series, another uh, series against the top team, I'll still also put OG up there. I think the pedigree is still there, um, so that that feels pretty plausible to me. But I am curious when we look at Origin as like the secured third to have a discussion we've had, I think a few times this 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 year is is kind of separating. Um, OG from Fnatic and G2 and really what, what makes this team different and Andre your your perspective on it because we've had this discussion on the analyst desk obviously this is where the concept that you and Ender hated each other came from but obviously but also a lot has a lot has changed right like I think and some stuff hasn't so I kind of want to rehave some of that discussion I want to update it and I think I want to give it the uh, the time that it maybe didn't get in that like six minute analyst desk segment to really talk about like the differences between <laughs> The OG approach, the Fnatic G2 approach, and you know strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, Ender or Yamato, because I've been calling on Ender a lot. So Yamato, if you want to jump in here first, please feel free. But um, kind of, yeah, perspective on what OG do do well and where OG are kind of lacking as a team. You want to go, Ender, or should I go? Uh, you can lead it. That's good. Okay, well, I think... You know, uh, the key thing that uh, worries me about Origin is, uh, I think, um, their approach in how they've viewed the mid lane in second half of the split and also uh, in the best of five against Fnatic, barring that we were shown very little because their draft really 
handcuffed them the first two games. I think um, that the key thing for me with Origin, I think if there is a a clear plan in terms of where they need to play on Pryo, like I think if if Xerxes has space to to play uh, on a lane, like let's say Origin has Pryo on bottom, I think what Origin does super well in the early game is they, they invade the blue buffs, they make sure that they're on this equal timings. I think Origin in a lot of cases play uh, strong early games. I think Xerxes has a strength in the fact that he uh, can go deep in terms of his champion pool on second wave, but I think in bigger games against Fnatic and or uh, Fnatic and G2, uh, definitely there seems to be a reliance on 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 Gragas and Kartus. But I see, I, I say this with a grain of salt because if someone asks me why, I don't know why. You know, it's just oh, he's good at these champions doesn't seem uh, good enough. I I think the key difference for me is is how uh, Hillisang and uh, Selfmade and also. Mickey and Jankos, how they use Fog of War post 10 minutes. I think this is usually what makes games quicker, what makes a snowball happen quicker. Because I think what makes Fnatic so good and what made them look so insane against you guys this weekend was when they got the lead, they crush people. Like literally crush people unless they play against G2 in the regular split, which I don't know how they couldn't win some of those games, well, especially the one when they were ahead and they were doing Nash and gave away uh, the smite, right? So I think uh, this for me is the underlying difference. Uh, mid 2v2 doesn't seem to exist, even though we saw glimpses of it throughout the, the, the regular season, and then the pacing of the game post uh, 15 minute mark. Dang. There's a, there's a lot there, Andrew. Do you have anything you want to add? Andre, do you want to just immediately jump in and, and talk about some of this stuff? Because there's, I mean, there's a, yeah, there's a lot there. Thank you, Yamano. Yeah, um, so I guess to bring up my, since we're, you know, unloading our concerns, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll drop mine in there. I actually, so to be clear, I actually, so uh, looking at like sort of addressing what Yamato was talking about the mid lane first, um, I think, well, yes, that is something that like you can see in games against like G2 and Fnatic can like potentially be exploited in like uh, very swingy matchups, specifically the Orn we saw uh, most recently. I don't think it's like a permanent worry for Origin. Like we even saw, I, I believe in uh, it was either the game three or the game four uh, when like the Keonic pick came in for Nuke Duck that like you were able to like control around mid lane and like stop like the enemy mid lane from rotating on you. So like I'm not as worried about that. And I generally think like Origin has like really solid early games. I just want to add that. Yeah. Keep in mind, enemy mid laner is Azir. So what? Sure, 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 sure. I'm, it's just like it's very yeah. matchup specific, right? So I think that that's more of something that can be like, uh, like obviously like affected by draft more so than like this is something like Origin can't play around mid lane or something like that. Um, what I think is a bigger concern is, and Yamato was alluding to it, is like mid game um, and how uh, you can um, sort of like either like get, get advantages basically um and i think it comes down to two things for me um one is i feel like i don't see the coordination um between xersei to nuke duck xersei to destiny um on a level as high as i would with like you know fanatic jungle mid support or g2 jungle mid support um there's often situations where like dives and side lanes can be occurring where like all three can move together after pushing out a wave where just like one will go or one will go and one will sort of half go up the river and then give up halfway through. Um, and the play doesn't necessarily always uh, like work out. 
Um, and obviously, I don't know what's going on in comms to make these decisions happen. Uh, but these plays are like leave me with question marks because looking at it, it seems like hey, if we just like all fully committed, like it would be easy. Or if we you know reset time, uh, we timed our resets properly and not staggered them by 15 seconds we'd have an opportunity to make a play around mid or around you know one of a side one of the side lanes the jungle provision all these things and they just don't end up occurring um so that's one thing um and the other is how origin play around their minion waves um and one thing that i actually think our conversation initially got brought up was uh was like oh origin very rarely sacrifice minions in side lanes um this is a problem i had with how uh you guys played in early part of the season and the mid part of the season i don't see it as much um now because what happened a lot in like er early split g uh origin was that you would have like a wave crash into side lane nuke duck must go there or alfari must go there right and this ended up stalling out a lot of playmaking it meant there weren't really things that you could do because you're always responding to waves as opposed to like actually going and getting something done um that i think has been actually like remedied a lot um but even judging this most recent series uh against um uh, against fanatic uh i saw a different problem emerge and that was sort of like not knowing how to or not knowing how much time you basically had to spend your waves and this this is pretty much came up with the trundle uh game of course and obviously like that is like a very extreme example that like punished you very heavily um but for example you had both side lanes being fully pushed out uh in that game three all the way to the turrets turrets perfect that's exactly what you do all of a sudden you know those side lanes are collapsing toward mid lane you push through you get the tower at this point tahil Hasang has now entered the bot lane and has pushed out the first wave this is the point where you respond in the bot lane and answer, but what ends up happening is they, as you guys ended up looking for another thing. So it was, let's go and sort of like stick around inside the jungle. We're not going back to catch our sideways. Then a random fight sort of breaks out. Then Hillsang still pushing bot lane. Then you decide, do we have to go to Baron? And it ended up causing a lot of chaos. Um, and this is where I think that, uh, there's not a immediate like sense of awareness uh, of what's necessarily going on um or like respect to the fact of what could be happening and obviously this is the most extreme example but this is something else i see popping up and uh, a trend uh as well for origin all right andre before you go mm. there's a lot there's a lot Jeez. there i will there's a lot there i know to cover this is, everything this because is, this like is... uh, I, for <laughs> I just for i forgot some of the stuff already so. minion waves <laughs> jungle mid support uh, i just, I, I just <laughs> want to answer this to the other one the last one before i forget yes uh the trundles the trundle case is really really specific because yes. we are talking about a situation where a zero seven trundle wins against both uh, our sideliners so kiana <laughs> can't go there alone and maokai obviously will lose against trundle so uh so I think that uh, to, if, to, if, to... if you want to base sure. something out of one game of a best of five then uh <clears throat> i i don't think that that's the correct so that yes yeah, so to clarify i'm not basing it off of one game this is just an example that uh, I, I recently watched these vods right so it's just the one i'm pulling from ah, you were um, playing Valorant. <laughs> i mean yeah i was playing a lot of valorant played 12 <laughs> hours yesterday um no, no no but like to be clear and it's it's not just like oh obviously like trundle got like three towers in bottling like that's a bad thing um I bet it but is. <laughs> I, I mean no 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 it is right but um like the the way where i i believe like nuke duck was even like trying to like run away and thinking about like do i want to go top lane and then you know the rest of the three or the rest of the four are like still sticking in mid lane after they got a tower it's just like these situations uh crop up um and i think it's something that obviously like i can only point to like specific ones in isolation but it's it's something that i feel like other teams can avoid 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agreed with, uh, for example, most, most of the points of, of Yamato. I think that uh, something that this series showed is, uh, at least in my opinion, is that I think that the, the whole narrative that, uh, that we are a slow team because of early game is not necessarily true. We are a slow team, but it's more because of our mid game, I think. Uh, we never had a bad early game, I think, throughout the whole split. It was we were always either even or ahead, but then we always had a hard time just uh, just snowballing that lead. And I think that uh, Yamato judgment of of that is 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 correct. Um, I mean, the way the way <laughs> the way that it sounded is just that uh, we, we are we are bad at this stuff, and and I, I don't want it to sound like that because I don't think that that's the case. I just think that. Uh, as you guys mentioned, G2 and Fnatic just do some of this stuff or most of this stuff better. Um, but but all the other teams just just don't, and that's and that's something that I think Medlines is actually getting 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 quite good there. The the things that you talked about being able to to play on fog and being able to trap way more, because more than more than the, the the playing on the playing on fog on river, it's more on. Uh, the way the way that we can approach uh, our our reset timings, I think we are too predictable on when we reset, uh, which means that it gets really easy for the enemy to just go inside of the jungle that we just took and and not lose any time by clearing the wards because we were just predictable by doing that, and varying between recalling there and trapping is something that obviously makes the game faster because if we see yeah. Fnatic and G2 the way that the way that it, they snowball is just I don't know. They have their AD carry with 2k gold, still didn't base, so they just uh, they just fake base on this guy. But then they have uh, they have jungle support in their in their jungle with mid laner and and Wunder just playing on two lanes, and they just make a trap, and then by that trap they get Nash or they get an inib or something like that. Um, and this is something that that they recognize those timings those timers better than us, um, and that's why mid game I, I think it's it's a bit slower to to snowball. About the aspect of of mid. I think this series it was mostly draft dependent. I didn't feel like Fnatic also played a lot around mid. Uh, they just had they just had uh, more more options in in their kit, um, especially especially on on the first two games. But uh, it's I, I I I'm not sure I'm not sure if if I would agree with that, but I'm not I'm not sure if I would disagree as well. Because I just feel like we don't play um, a lot of combos, uh, which which Fnatic and G2 do more. Uh, so maybe maybe that's why it's it's felt. But uh, I, don't, I I also don't feel like we are a team that that ganks side lanes a lot, and we try to control more around uh, around how we play with waves. So. I I don't know. It's 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 a hard assessment to to give a yes or no. If that's if that's what's happening, I just feel that mm -hmm. our biggest difference towards uh, towards G2 and Fnatic are more the uh, when we go into mid game, um, deciding when to trap, when to when to fight, and 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 that's that's basically it. So the thing that well, both Ender and Yamato talked about, um, which seems like the result of what they're talking about, might be trapping. I'm curious if you agree with uh, kind of what they think the cause is, which is difficulty when it comes to coordination between jungle mid jungle support 
Like, is, is that something where you guys look at it and are, are you happy with with that? Like, is everything going well from Zerse? Is it something else that's going wrong in communication that means that you guys are not as good at making these trapping plays? Because that's uh, from what from what Christy and, and Yamato <laughs> identified. Like, they say that, like, that's what seems the most apparent is that jungle just, would support. I just want to clarify. Uh, for me, it was their usage of Fog of War, not necessarily the synergy while Ender pointed to the synergy. Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, if everything's okay, yes, it's like once again, Dracos. I feel like you're you're making it seem that that we are bad at this, and I don't think we are bad at this. Like the fact there is a big difference between yeah, good, uh, bad. The, the other, and, it's and, all it's and all relative, worse, dude. It's know? all relative. If if yes, I want to put know, you up against Fnatic okay. and G two, then you're bad at it. If I want to put you up against <laughs> yes. the rest of the teams, like yeah, I believe that you're better at it than the teams that are no longer in playoffs. Yeah, it's you know? just, it's and that, just but that, that doesn't mean anything, dude. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It might it Dracos, might get you to worlds. Dracos, that's true. Listen, but listen, it won't listen. win you a split. Yes, Dracos, listen to me. I just don't want it to come by as if we don't do it. You know, because that's not true. Sure, sure. You know, that's it's it's more in that case. They recognize the timings better than us, and I don't think that there is an issue in synergy between the two of them. Uh, I just think that it's something that uh, it, it takes a while to work on, and in some cases it will take a more more than than others. It's something that I felt like we recognized really or quite earlier in in the split, and we have been working on since then. Um, there are a couple of games in um, in the regular split where. We were able to do it effectively, just not obviously not versus Fnatic and, and G2, and that's and that's when that's when it will matter. Um, but uh, but it's it's not something that that right now it, it worries me to a point where some emergency things are are needed. It's just a constant work that uh, hopefully at 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 uh, hopefully we can we we improve on it week after week, and at some point we will be on on their level. All right. Do you it's, feel it's like not right something now... that like you flip and 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 now and now you do it well? You know, it's it's a lot about timings. It, this kind of situation is a lot about timings, and it's a lot about about feelings. You know, it's a lot about you having the experience together and going through a lot of situations where you know you just have a feeling that in this situation is right to trap, and just have a feeling that in a situation it's not right to trap because you're playing with imperfection, imperfect information, and. Uh, Every time that you make this decision is 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 not based on information that you have on the map. It's based on if you feel it's correct yeah. or not. It's poker. That's in how I way. always feel about those kind of plays, right? There's a certain amount of known information, there's a certain amount of unknown. So I respect teams that can do it so consistently. It seems almost yeah. uh, almost unbelievable that they can do it so consistently because it relies so much on guessing what your opponent's going to do. Or making assumptions about what your opponent's going to do. But I'm curious to see how that development continues as we go forward. Do you feel like right now, Andre, that the team is at a good enough level? Are you confident with how the team is playing now that you guys are, are going to make Worlds? Or is it more that you're confident in the trajectory that you have that you're going to ramp up by the time we get to summer to be like clear number three, clear number two, or, or clear number one? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm confident with... Uh the way that we are doing things that that will that will constantly improve i think that that's something that that our team has been doing is shown improvements in 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 several areas which and uh i think that during this split for example there are a couple of teams that uh, they seem to be playing the same way week 1 and week 9 um so so that's something that obviously uh, 
gives me gives me a lot of uh, a lot of happiness to see that that we are able to to work on several areas and improve them throughout the weeks. Um, so so to answer your question, yeah, I I, I think we'll be. I'm 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 quite happy with the level that we have right now and and the perspective of uh, at the end of the year to 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 go to worlds or not. I mean, excellent to hear. But now the question is, how far do you get in spring? And to answer that question, we got to look at your opposition on the opposite side, Guillaume. Yeah. Because Rogue played an absolute banger of a series that I got the pleasure of casting uh, mm. last whatever it was Sunday, I guess. Yeah, Sunday. It's Wednesday now. Um. Misfits versus Rogue. Quick hits. I'll be honest, I don't want to go super deep on the series because after game one, it was so clearly the same game run back three <laughs> times in a row. But let's talk about game one and then the amalgamation of games two through four, I guess, in this in this series. Misfits, we were so optimistic. B-Boy was so good. Uh, Ender, Yamada, Ken, how are you, you guys feeling after that game one? Were you, were you suddenly, were you believers in Misfits after a game like that? Uh, no. Like... <laughs> I, I was I was on the analyst desk and like I was saying that that honestly this game showed us nothing because it was just a dive on bottom minute three that just lost them the game like they have this full yeah. early game Renekton Talia and then Talia went top screwed up the gank top and Aatrox was dead and then Talia burned all her time I see Sejuani level six and me Talia level four and a half and the game is just lost. So the game one like really didn't show us anything because Rogue were just inting. And then I was like, well, they continue to int? Let's find out next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was... Uh, so, like, honestly, like I was I was surprised because I actually thought Rogue were going to win this pretty handily. So, like, game one was obviously, like, a big surprise. Again, with the dive, everything went pretty horribly wrong. It was interesting, though, because, like, I feel like Misfits got off to, like, such a strong start. Like, they had, like, the insane win streak, and that, like, really propelled them in the standings. But for the last few weeks of the season, neither them or Rogue gave us much to be excited for overall. So, like, coming into this series, I was like, well, I'm not really excited for either. Um, but I think the way that Rogue were able to, like, obviously barring game one win pretty handily was like okay they won some games online that's great now like i can actually like have some level of belief in them again because i was i was really starting to lose faith i just want to throw in yeah. one thing the irony of this best of five is the fact that you know they played they got the win streak playing through top and then they recognized that it's super hard in the current method to play through top they tried to change it lose in regular split come into playoffs trying to play a way that just doesn't look like them, and then they lose uh -huh. to a team that is just playing through top. There is, there is something poetic about it. I mean, I, I, I agree with Ender here. Like, I think both teams were kind of in, in a downfall in the later weeks. Um, so it was hard to get excited by, by any of the teams. And, and yeah, the first game was just a dive went bad, and then the other three just Rogue was just better. Uh, every time kind of similar ways. I don't know. There, there was not there was not much story to 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 that. It was game. basically yeah. every single game, like all all of the games came down to like a fifteen to twenty minute dragon fight because like it wasn't like I, I don't think they were like blowouts super early on, but it was like okay we're gonna go for a team fight at fifteen to twenty minutes, and then misfits usually like just approached the fight in a really dreadful way, like sticking five people inside a pit and against a zir when none of them can get over the wall. Like it was just like I felt like there were just three bad fights, one in each game at the dragon, and then Rogue had a sizable lead that they were able to close out with a couple more 
I mean, to be fair, yeah, we weren't going to get action pre-15 minutes. It was a Zier-Corky mid lane, like, every single game. There was, like, a there's a handshake every <laughs> single draft that, like, we're just and not going to go. Like, the last time we played a Zier versus Corky, it was also against Misfits, and they did try to make action a couple of times uh, at, after level 6. And uh, but, but, I don't know, Fumi just kept shuffling on, on, on Nuke deck and just... <laughs> Aring with Nuke with just WOA, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was always it was always a boring matchup to watch. Yeah. Well, I'm opt I'm hopeful, Gyoto, and I'm relying on you for this one, buddy, because while I'm not buddy. always excited about Nuke Duck playing tanks, you are playing rogue this week, and if I have to watch another what, what you want tell me tell me what I want what you want me to pick with. I want know. you not to play a Zier Corky. No no no. I, I don't care not. if that means what you, you have... want me to play. That... Daniel Dracos, tell me what champion <laughs> oh, no, you do you want I was to gonna see ask, mid? Can I phone a friend? What champion do I want to see mid from, from the infinite champ pool of Nuke Duck? We want to echo mid into Azir, please. AP yes. Cho'Gath. AP Cho'Gath is actually kind of lit. That's Let's the see. one. I asked Daniel Dracos. Okay, specifically me. <laughs> Hold on. I'm opening up Law Wiki. I'm looking at all the champions. I've never been on the spot like this before, Gyo. I've never had this kind of power except for that time G2 picked Bard for me. But <laughs> And then they lost in game five to Bro, Mad Lions. I, I, I know what I want. I want Pantheon mid. If you see Azir, okay. you okay. just snap no, 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 that Panther no, no. me and just it doesn't need go to be mid. against Azir. It doesn't need to be okay. It doesn't need to be against Azir. I just I'm just asking. Overall what champion want to see? Overall, I don't want to. I don't. I can even. I can even first pick blind pick it. I don't care. Is this what champion want to see? Oh wow! First pick blind pick, man. Honestly, honestly, I just want a, a friggin' assassin for Nuke Duck. Give me, give me eighty mid. So give me a Kiana. Let's just say Kiana. Give me that Nuke Duck Kiana. Okay. That sweet, sweet we Nuke Duck Kiana. We saw that. I want more Kiana. What, what about you, Talon? What Talon is like crazier Kiana. So yeah, but you I'm say not... that Kiana what, is what? bad, but then you suggest Talon. Wait, Wait no, I never said, said Kiana said was bad. bad. He said we've already oh. seen it. We're, oh, he's saying we already don't seen request it. it oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But Ender, my goal <laughs> yeah, okay, isn't because okay. like if they pick Talon mid, they're gonna and then lose. They're gonna get flamed, and then <laughs> I'm gonna get flamed. So I want to pick them a champion that I think can actually do something, and I don't think okay. it's Talon. Ender. Okay, Corky, it is then. God damn it. You're taking Talon has 39 MR at level 1. Corky, Corky into Azir it is. You're taking too long. I said Kiana. Oh. Actually, okay. Zed. I only want to see Zed. Zed every Zed? game, okay. blind pick. Okay. Zed it is then. We'll play they... Zed. Zed, thank you. That's my request. Anyway, you're playing Rogue this week, Andre. Now, both of you, um, you don't, as you mentioned, doesn't have to be a slow early game. But there is a world where I can see this being very long very uh let's say minion focused wave focused games am i am i right to be expecting long controlled slower games uh yes i don't know man, <laughs> don't know, man. Uh, like expecting okay do you say long games or long series uh long <coughs> long games i didn't i hands. mean potentially long series depending on i i don't I would expect you guys to be the favorites, and I would expect 3-1. That would be my prediction, would be OG 3-1. So not the longest series, but I expect long games, and because of long games, yeah, I th- a long-ass series. Yeah, I think it's, 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 it's probably accurate to assume <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't know, if you look at our average time in the regular split, I think that that's a fair assumption, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, Yamato, Ender, thoughts on this series? Who's who's going to be like deciding factor? I assume you're all in the OG camp. Or is one of yeah, you going yeah, out yeah. on a limb and being on the rogue camp? No, I'm. I'm just. I just think uh, the way rogue operate in the mid to late game is just the worst version of Origin. Like they are trying to take as much CS as possible. They're trying to just uh, use the fact that they are. Um, uh, scaling better, they don't use Fog of War. I think Origin is just better at this, and I don't think we're going to be in a position where enemy has flex set, and their Origin is going to be surprised by it. Wow, this is a set top 100. I'm going to lock in Aatrox into the Cled One trick. I don't think this is going to happen for Origin. I think uh, Alfari is not the type of player to to fall short against uh, uh, Mr. Finn, and I think Finn was was the ace in the hole, and I think. Uh, Xerxes and, and Alfari can play better. I also think the fact that Destiny showed that he can play uh, like I don't know if he played through the regular spit, but I think I think any any support that has prepared trash for this playoffs. I, I always thought Destiny had like champion pool issues because he's playing Nautilus every game. <laughs> so I mean, it was just trash. He showed some Yumi. <laughs> yeah, it was just over. <laughs> flex for Nukduck, you know. Yeah, anyway, I think uh, that's a huge positive. Because Rogue's bot lane kind of looks shaky, I think. They look shaky in, in the series against... Uh, like, locking in Draven every game. Just, just you know, take a back seat, you know. Re- release the ego. Don't pick Draven. Just uh, accept that Finn is going to carry the series. For that you. was so weird, by the way. Just, it was, like, the least... Cl- like, it was like, ooh, Draven every game. They're going to go bot. And then, like, nothing happened. Yeah. It's like, ooh, yeah, Draven bot. No. It's not the exciting Draven bot you've come to know and love. It's just... Just picking it for lane, I guess. Just to just to hang out and stack. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, I, I agree. We, I think, I think we, we, we are favorites. Uh, I, I, I've tried to be really politically correct during this yeah. show, but I, I, th- I think we are favorites, and I think we are three zero in them. <laughs> I don't think politically correct is the right. <laughs> Sorry, no, but I know what you're yeah, trying to be not, polite. You're trying to be respectful. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to be, but I, I, I think, I think that, that, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be it. Giotto, yeah. there's, there's one wrong. thing we can I, agree I on. I hope I'm not wrong, but I don't no. think it's gonna be an even series. I've got one thing we can agree on. It's an OG three O. Yeah, I mean, we already agreed on a couple of things, and. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, quick, quick. Quick hits from from the group here. All right, we're all predicting OG to win on Friday. Mad versus Fnatic. Is anyone is anyone predicting Mad? No. Yeah, uh, not really, man. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's the thing. The thing about the difference between the G two series versus Mad and the Fnatic series is that, like, I think that there is a big difference on on bot lane, and I think there is a big difference on how. Bwipo can influence bot lane if something is, is going out of their way compared to Wunder. I think that's actually the main strength of Bwipo is is recognizing this this super weird roam timings that every time that you are on a scrim, even you just know that at level 6 when he backs with no matter the champion that he has, there is a big possibility that he's just going bot. And uh, I just feel like if, bots, if uh, Madline's bot lane is not ahead, then they can't win uh, the game. And uh, I'm I'm not certain if Madline's bot lane can be ahead a, a single game against Fnatic. Not yeah. not because of like right. not because of bot lane purely difference level, but because of the way that two teams are able to influence bot. So yeah, my my prediction is 
a 3-1 or a 3-0 for Fnatic as well. Which brings me to my favorite prediction, which is because we've all predicted OG to win, who wins, <laughs> OG or G2? Why don't we start? We'll do one at a time. This will be the last thing we do before we close out the show. We'll start with Yamato. OG, G2, what's the scoreline? I think um, Origin is in such a tough spot, the fact that they played two best of fives in one weekend. I think this is too heavy on my conscience. And uh, I think uh, uh, G2 have done very well against Origin uh, throughout uh, the regular split. I know they won one game because of Soraka. And then the second, I'm trying to remember, maybe you can help me, Jelota. Uh, what happened in the second game, Jelota? uh the the, the 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 second game actually that was the second game was the soraka yeah. i think oh the first it was game, the second was, was soraka i don't the, remember the first one the first one was, was, the, was the like first. forcing flash forcing flash level one bot and then the fight at herald no that was the second one oh. jeez i don't remember the I first one is. actually Probably was like, God, she, I, I wish I could like bad, so. I'm, I'm about to find uh, it in like 30 oh seconds. Yeah. Just stall. Just stall. Just stall. First one was Soraka. No, first one guys, was Soraka. Guys, guys, it was the first. And the second the one. Oh, the second one was the Zack game where Xerxes uh, got ruined by Yankos, yes, but then still yeah, somehow yeah. got killed. That's why, that's why it came out of my head. Yeah. Actually, the second <laughs> okay. one was kind of like. We the second one was really that yeah. No, that game was surprisingly close because like Yankos was like supposed to be up two <laughs> levels. All right, all right. You might have given the prediction, dude. Okay, we're, okay. We're, we're down a regular season rabbit hole. I, I predict G two bouncing back. I think it's too difficult to win two best of fives in a weekend when G two is uh, sniffing for you. Ooh, what's I like the, the score a, the though? ASMR. Okay. Ooh, scores where it gets spicy. Are, are you gonna, are you scores where it gets spicy. Oh, score? Okay. You want to score? Okay. You want to score? 3-0, yeah. G2. 3-0. Oh. I mean, that was that was also going to be my 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 vote. Say so. it. Say it, Ender. 3-0 is G2. <laughs> End it on some beef, Ender. Yeah, yeah. That's that's also my vote. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine a strongly worded DM from Deficio after this. He's like, you... <laughs> You're gonna get a handball in the head. <laughs> nah, I, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not even gonna make. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think we 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 actually have good chances. I think that Yamato uh, is correct. I kind of had that uh, feeling already before, where playing two best of fives in 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 a weekend. Uh, we actually didn't have a, a, a rest day um, before, so at least at least we have it this time. Uh, which was the when was it the finals last year? Uh, so yeah, so I, I felt I felt the like it's it's just super hard to 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 prepare for it as well because like what 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 should I do? Should I over prepare Rogue and uh, and then just uh, not prepare G two at all? Should I prepare both teams and then risk that my preparation against Rogue is not as strong as it could be? I, that's 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 the main difficulty. But I, I do think that like one day maybe it helps. I don't know. I never been through the one day. Um, but yeah, I just can't wait to prove you guys wrong. To be fair, like, it's it's just it's just it's just gonna be satisfying. I hope so too. Give me some two v two nuketuck mid lane. Yes, because even that Kiana wait, game, I... Kiana was alone and thirty CS behind him. Yeah, I mean two v two action. Just like just probs. <laughs> okay, so should I? Lane. Okay, okay Yamato. Then okay, don't. What champion Final do you words. want? Yeah, what champion do you want? I asked Rakos. Rakos like so bad, but instead of telling Echo, just just tell me like something actually. Okay, okay. So 
I need What's a champion list as well. Let me see a champion list. Champion list. Oh, okay. So I, we're, we're gotta end the show. Just, we're just going forever. Zed, Zed and Echo. Just, just Zed, 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 Zed and Echo. Zed and Echo. Okay. We'll play Zed and Echo. It's fine. You want some assassins? We'll play some assassins. It's fine. Give me that's, some of that. That's what we want from New York. I, I, I don't get game. a vote or what? You don't get a vote, Ender. The show's over. Ender, you were voting on other people's turn. Like, that's so disrespectful <laughs> that now you don't care about <laughs> Like, Draco's was trying to vote, and you're like, Oh, Kiana. Hey, we already saw Kiana. Hey, just tell her Talon. Oh my god. <laughs> it was going to be Zareth, though. Okay, this has been Euphoria episode 13. Thank you, Gyoto. Thank you, Ender. Yamato, thank you as always for joining me. Round two of playoffs starts this Friday. OG versus Rogue on that Friday. Mad versus Fnatic on Saturday. Winner of the Friday match, either OG or Rogue, versus G2 on Sunday. Loser out of the tournament. Uh, it's exciting times in the playoffs. Make sure you watch on Sunday as well. That's the one that like I think people might have missed it. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three days of league. Thank you so much for watching. This has been uh, Euphoria episode 13.